0: Hello, this is Roy Lilly, and uh, I thought we'd start the week with our old mate, George Augustine Nicholas Ruiz de Santayana Ibarras. Remember that, eh? <laughs> he said something that I thought was worth repeating, and we'll know him better as the philosopher George Santayana, and for giving us the phrase, Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. From his book, 1905 he wrote it, called The Life of Reason. I suspect there will be more than a few PPE graduates who will know all about him. It came to mind uh, after a week of listening to exhausted NHS workers on the airwaves telling us how dreadful things are in the NHS, and how they've never seen anything like it. They probably haven't. Well, I have. I have, and I can tell you about the spike in flu cases. Part of the problem we have today In the winter of 1999-2000, the NHS was predicted to collapse and almost ground to a complete halt. Thousands of people had their operations cancelled and at one point there were only two intensive care beds vacant in the whole of England. Ambulances ferried really sick people around to wherever there was a vacant bed. Bed occupancy was over 90% and in some hospitals intensive care units were 100%. The numbers show bed occupancy was often more than one person to a bed. (laughs) I know it sounds comical but the stark fact was that that's how they counted the beds overnight at that time and when people died they just made room for another person, a very poorly patient. Sydney flu it was called swung a wrecking ball through the NHS and it, and it prompted Tony Blair to launch a national plan to save the NHS. The National Library of Medicine reported low uptake of influenza vaccine, a shortage of nurses, unrealistic expectations of patients and already high occupancy rates for beds and the unfortunate timing of outbreaks of both influenza and meningitis over the New Year holiday brought the NHS to its knees. The Public Health Laboratory Service warned that vaccine uptake in 1996-7 was only 44% amongst elderly patients and only 12.5% amongst younger patients at risk. And there was a, quote, clear need to increase uptake, particularly among vulnerable people under 65 for 1999. In subsequent years leading up to the epidemic, there was a flu awareness week and a third of a million more doses of flu jabs were shoved into people's arms. Nevertheless, people died and one hospital stored bodies in refrigerated trailers. Now, here's some interesting factoids. The General Secretary of the Day at the Royal College of Nursing, Christine Hancock, said, It's nurse shortages that have led this to, to this year's crisis in the NHS. We cannot provide good patient care when we're short of some 12,000 nurses. 12,000. <laughs> I wish it was all that was we got today anyway 12,000 nurses she said a good pay rise would boost numbers immediately but she warned that even a 5% pay rise would not remedy the nursing shortage does that sound familiar the nhs confederation now the confed said in a survey last week of 267 healthcare trusts i don't think we've got that many now uh 267 uh, healthcare trusts with acute beds showed that The most common reason cited for constraints in admitting patients to hospital was pressure on beds, followed by difficulty in recruiting and retaining nurses, and staff illness and absenteeism. And uh, they went on to say, NHS last week, was the service re-gearing itself from elective mode to emergency mode, with bed occupancy around 95%, there's no margin at all for emergencies. And the question now being asked is, do we have enough beds? Nurses' pay is an absolutely key issue, but, they went on to say, we don't want to see a massive hike this year. And that was because they knew there was no more money and they would have to fund the Nurses' Pay Rise internally. And then up pops the Health Select Committee. Their recommendation was unification of health and social services to end the confusion over continuing care for elderly and disabled people. Sound familiar? So here we are again by George Santayana, history is coming back to bite us. The NHS is run at the behest of politicians and the NHS runs behind them, trying to make sense of their decisions, neglect, ignorance and stupidity. All of what we are experiencing now was foreseeable, was avoidable and is unnecessary. We could have enough beds, enough staff, enough capacity and enough nows to sort out nhs social care problems if we had enough elected representatives with enough brains alas more than enough people have died because we don't so thanks for listening this has been roy lilly and i hope it was been